It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome, bienvenue to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love, I'm going to get to you calls in a sec. But I have a message for a friend of mine. And she'll know who she is when she listens, because I know she listens to The Rendezvous. So she is in a you know, kind of a friend's benefit situation. She doesn't want to see it like it is, but I want to specify why I say that. Because when you see somebody that always cancel any other plans than when it's time for ooh-la-la, it's not really a relationship. It's either a friend with benefits or it's just ooh-la-la. Let's call it what it is. And I know my friend thinks this man is a man of a life and with time and patience, he will see the light of day. But my advice is no. No, no, no. When you start giving up on the principle of a relationship, which is your right, don't expect the man to change. Usually they just enjoy the ooh-la-la and not fall in love with you. If you have a question for me, just call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Stella. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Stella. What's going on with your dating life? How can I help you? So, um, I was sort of dating somebody, and my father had a, a massive stroke about three oh. months ago. And oh, I'm um, sorry. unable to... Thank you. He's unable to do anything on his own, and I have since become his main caregiver. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to figure out how to, I guess, balance being his, his caregiver and uh, continuing to date. Okay. And are you currently dating somebody? Um, yes. Yes. So I wouldn't say like exclusively dating somebody, but we were almost to that point, And then this happened and um, I cut it off saying that I just don't have the, the time for it, really. And um, everyone's telling me that I'm that it's the wrong thing and I've got to figure out how to make it work. Okay. Um, do you still see him? Do you text him? Do you communicate with him? Communication is there, but I haven't seen him in uh, three weeks. Okay. And uh, is that because of uh, the pandemic you're not seeing him? Or is that you don't have the time? What's the reason of him not coming over? Um, well, I'm, I'm caring for my father, and we have doctor's appointments and therapy sessions. And so I, I feel like I don't have the time. Or when I do actually have a, some time, I just want to sleep. Well, listen, um, first of all, do you miss dating or do you don't really miss it right now? I do because, you, you know, you feel like you, you don't have the ability to do anything, you know, for myself right now. Okay, no, I, I get it. Do you, you, you and your dad, are you currently in a house, in a condo? What, what's the living arrangement? We're in a house. Okay. Outside the house, is there a little yard or a little garden or something? Um, no, the backyard is all concrete. Okay, but concrete, you could put a little table there, you know, yes. and two chairs. You think you could do that? Yes. Well, there we go. So how about you invite, uh, if you think it's safe, the, the, the guy you were seeing for a little social distance dinner or, you know, whatever you think on that concrete. You can set up a nice little candle on a nice little table. You can cook a little thing, and while your father is sleeping, you're still there, but you can still see the person. Okay. You know, and then who knows, maybe more. You're right. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> okay. it's, just, it's hard to think of these things on your own. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. So I'm glad I can help. 
Stella, I think that's okay. the strategy. Go from there step by step. You're right. Don't give up on love and romance. It's going to help you. It's going to help you, your mental, your spirit, and, and through that, help your father too. So that's the right way to go. Awesome. Thank you, Simon. Talking about love and families, I have a voicemail from Kelly who has a question for me about the same kind of topic. So let's go to her voicemail next. So please remember, if you have a question for me 24-7, just dial 855-905-8255, leave me a voicemail with your question, I'll play it and I'll answer it, just like for Kelly's. Take a listen. Hi, this is Kelly. I am currently um, in a relationship with this guy. We've been on and off for between two, three years. Um, He's 12 years older than I am. He has four kids. I have no kids. Uh, my family feels like I should not pursue the relationship, but I really want to reassure him that even though my family or much of friends does not support our relationship, how can I show him that I'm willing to do what it takes to maintain a relationship with him and still try to be together despite of the odds that we face? Thank you, Kitty, for your voicemail. And your question is interesting. How indeed can you convince a partner when your family and friends says you guys are not a good match, that you believe in that relationship and you want to fight for it. I'll tell you what I think next. Have you ever been in a situation where all your family and friends were kind of against the relationship you were in? In the case of Kelly's, there's a big age difference. She said that she's been dating this man, he has four kids, uh, she has no kids, uh, her family is against this relationship, her friends think it's not a good match, but she says, Simon, how can I show him that I still want to be with him despite the uh, opposition of my family and friends? And Kelly, it's very simple. Uh, once you are an adult, it's not what your family and friends says that matter. It's what you feel. It's what your intuition is telling you what to do. So I don't think you need to prove more than anybody else that you want to be with him. You just keep being with him. That's it. If I was the guy you're talking about and um, I would see you still there, and despite your family's opposition and things are great for us, I'm not worried. So just keep, you know, enjoying the relationship and live your life. Once you're an adult, you live your life the way you do want to live it. And always follow your intuition. That's my advice. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Paige. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you with him? Well, you know, ever since we've been in quarantine together, you know, we're grateful, we're lucky that we can both work from home um, and kind of have this time, like, outside of society. So he's, you know, decided to, like, grow out his hair and grow out his beard. And, you know, to be honest, like, he's super handsome and he's super rugged, and I'm very attracted to him with his new look. But he also stopped wearing deodorant. And (laughs) to be honest, he just kind of stinks now. And it just kind of makes me... It's like I want to have ooh-la-la with him, but then I get close to him and I kind of can't. And I don't know how to how to approach it with him. And I need some of your great advice. <laughs> but first of all, I get it. I mean, you know, it's like, it's just what's up with him? I mean, you know, like, you know, you gotta, you can't let yourself go. So here's my advice: you gotta use your sense of humor. Um, whatever brand of deodorant he's using, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you uh, display the deodorant. Uh, one on the bed table and one on the sink of the bathroom. Oh, okay. And 
uh, if he says, well, what, what, what's going on? So say, what's going on? And then you tell him, he said, listen, um, honey, you stink a little. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, like that, like that, like, jokingly. You st- are you serious? I'm serious. I just, you know, what if I didn't wear a deodorant? Or what if I stopped, you know, so come on. Um, and, and nothing more than that, like playful. Okay. Okay. So just be honest and be playful and just get him some. Yes, but the, <laughs> the start of the conversation will be the fact that either you put it on the pillow, directly on his pillow, deodorant, mm-hmm. or on the bed table, and one okay. on the sink. So, you know, so he can't miss it. And then he's going to either laugh, or either he's going to use it, or he's going to ask you what's going on. In any case, okay. you have it down. Okay. I mean, what if he, right. do you think he'd be offended? I mean, I just, I don't want to like hurt his feelings because I do like him. I'm going to tell you why he's not going to get offended. Because if I was your husband, I want to ulala with you. And more importantly <laughs> than wearing or not that deodorant is he wants for sure to ulala with you. Okay. Okay. I think you're right. All right. I just needed, oh, no, I just no. needed some. <laughs> Guys, very, very simple creatures. I just, that, so. Uh, he's not going to get offended because you play it with the fun idea that it's on his pillow, bed table, and, and the uh, bathroom sink. Can't miss it. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a great plan. Thank you very much. I, I love your advice. Okay, Paige. I hope it helps. Thank you, Paige, and have a good night. Thank you so much. You too, Simon. You know, with this crazy pandemic, how important is it, really, if you're in a relationship, to have ulala and good ulala? So let, let's talk about that next. If you're in a relationship right now, you know, um, how important in this crazy pandemic is to have ulala and good ulala. And I say that because my last caller page was talking about, you know, how you know, her husband kind of let himself go and stop using deodorant. And other callers have expressed the same thing, you know. Um, and I've read also in an article, I don't remember which media, but there was an article about the fact that the pandemic had two effects. It either slowed down because of stress majorly the ulala between people and relationships, or it really improved it because people went really wild. And so they felt this time together was an opportunity to explore and, and be closer to each other, and they went wild. It was an interesting article. So question number one, how important it is to keep the ulala alive even during the pandemic? My answer is very, 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 very important. It's extraordinarily important release mentally, emotionally, physically together. So that's number one. And to have good ulala, let me explain what I mean by that next. If you're in a relationship and you've been in a relationship through the pandemic, do you think your ulala has improved? And is it better and good? I say that because in the article I read yesterday, there was a big, interesting paragraph about that, that you know, some couples went really you know, uh, on the wrong direction and slow down the because of stress, they did what they could, and stop exploring, stop being regular, just, you know, uh, do it almost like in a boring way. And then some others went really wild and crazy. And what, what do I mean by having a good ulala? Good ulala is satisfying for both of you, fun, satisfying, and after that you feel so much better, both of you. If that's the case, then I guess it's a successful ulala. Keep that in mind, because if you're in a relationship, which is not my case, I've been single the whole pandemic, so no ulala for me. But if you are in a relationship, the ulala really is the oxygen of the relationship. It helps so much emotions, so much. So that's my advice. You call that next. Any questions about your relationship, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. 
Bonjour, Phil. Bonjour, Simon. How's it going? I'm doing well, thank you. I know you're dating a, a girl, and uh, how can I help you with that? So, um, I met her through a mutual friend um, about a month ago or so, and we're both kind of in our uh, unique quarantine situation, so a mutual friend thought we may hit it off, and we did. Uh -huh. um, so, we got each other's numbers, we've done some video chats, we've actually gone out on a few dates already, and it's been great. Like, we get along really well, like, we have very similar interests and whatnot, and, uh, you know, we do the whole distance dating kind of thing and um now you know i'm trying to make my you know initial move uh and just like kiss her good night and um you know it's not really working she doesn't want to kiss me not because she doesn't find me handsome and charming i'm sure but um it's more of a covid related you know she doesn't want to take any risks or any chances so i'm trying to find some sort of middle ground on how to make that work um and yeah I, i really like her but you know it's kind of at a bottleneck here i see um how much do you like her uh <laughs> on a scale of one to ten uh i would say like a like a six and and climbing i hope <laughs> okay would you be willing to respect the fact that she won't kiss you until the pandemic is over Whew. um i mean it could be a while Um, yeah, probably not. I hate to. I don't want to sound like a jerk, but to the end of the pandemic, when I don't know when that is, um, no. I see. Um, you know her. I don't know her feel, but you think she probably would be okay with that, right? She'd be okay of not kissing you until the pandemic is over, and then you know everything back to normal. Is that her plan? Feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so listen. I mean, I understand you. I understand her. I just think. There's no compromise there. The only thing is either you're 100% safe both, and for that you have to show a test and not see anybody, or honestly, you're wasting your time, and she has to be with somebody who is on the same philosophy of hers when it comes to COVID, which is my case. I'm not going to date anybody or kiss anybody until all this is over. It is what it is. Yeah. Or you find somebody that is on your lifestyle and your goals to say, listen, we'll be careful, but we're willing to take a, you know, a risk uh, together. But I, I think it's a conversation both of you needs to have and then either become just friends or, um, or, or separate. But I don't think she's going to change her mind. I don't think you're going to change your mind. And you're on a different path. Yeah, I, have to, I do have to come to terms with that. It seems like, well, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Phil, thank you so much for your question, calling me, and have a good night. Great. Thank you. Au revoir. Thanks. Au revoir. Merci. Coming up, I am going to go answer... A Facebook message question by Myra, who has a question about her neighbor, apparently. So, her Facebook message question is next. So, Myra sent me a Facebook message question at The Rendezvous Show, which is another way to reach out to me, at The Rendezvous Show. And she goes, Bonjour, Simon. My neighbor is making it pretty clear that he likes me, but I don't feel the same. And I don't know how to tell him that without making things super awkward. Is there a nice way to tell him I'm not interested? Myra, thanks for the question and the Facebook message. I'm definitely going to help you with this. So stay with me. My answer is next. So I got a Facebook message from Myra at the Rendezvous show. And she's wondering what to do because her neighbor made it clear he likes her. But Myra doesn't feel the same. She doesn't really like him. And she wants to know from me, how do you tell your neighbor you're not interested in him? Very simple. You can say, 
if he ever asks you out, you don't have to say anything, but if he asks you out, you say, oh, listen, thank you, but no. Um, simply because, you know, uh, right now I'm not into the mood for dating and I have somebody on my mind, so let's be friends, we're neighbors, it's great, but let's make it clear, uh, we're not going to date. And you tell him that once. It might be awkward once, but after that, you're friends on him forever. So that's the way. You're not in the mood. You have somebody else on your mind. You're not in the dating spirit at all. And you just want to be friends. And nothing will happen between you two. But you're glad you can be friends. Have a good day. That's all. And that always works. Friend zone, friend zone, friend zone. Hope that helps. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jill. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jill. So I understand you have been lucky and, and pre-COVID, you had a wonderful romantic weekend. I don't know the details. So what happened that famous weekend? Yes, yes. Um, it was for my 30th birthday. Um, my boyfriend and I were in California living there at the time. And uh -huh. um, he told me that he wanted to take me just to the beach and do a little beach day. And um, we packed sandwiches and we got in the car and then we kept on driving. He didn't tell me which beach. And the next thing I knew, we were in Santa Barbara and he took a left right into the Ritz-Carlton in Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. And he took the, the sandwiches and threw them in the trash and said, Ooh. we're going to stay here for the next two days and, and um, eat and drink like queens for your birthday. And it was just, so romantic and so fun. How did that make you feel when you realized you were going at the Ritz-Carlton? Oh my goodness. I didn't, I just felt like, it felt like Christmas morning. Like how I used to feel like a little kid, but as an adult woman. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. I'm, listen, I, I want to go there. I have never been there, but I would like to go there too. So good for you. I want to ask you one last question. Are you planning to surprise him romantically soon or pre-COVID with something special too? I don't know how to up that uh, Ritz-Carlton factor, but I definitely want to surprise him. Do you have any ideas, Simon? Well, when it comes to a guy, the decor yeah. or the, uh, uh, the brand of the hotel won't, will matter way less than other factors that you can imagine. So I leave it to your imagination, but trust me, as a guy, as much yeah. as we love uh, fancy hotels, um, men... Uh, different than women with all that. So I say you don't have to be so much into the decorum of the Ritz-Carlton. What matters is you and you only and probably what you will wear. <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> Since COVID, there is not, there are limited options. So I, know. I can control that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But there is always a picnic outside somewhere really romantic that can lead to wonderful ooh-la-la. There's many places where there's no one and it's still... Super romantic. This is true. Thank you so, so much, Simon. You're most welcome, Jill. Thank you so much. Be safe and have a good night. You too. Question for you before I finish the show. If your partner left their phone unlocked on the table while they went into the shower, what would you do? Let's talk about that next. So last question of the night. If your partner left their phone unlocked on the table while they went into a shower, what would you do? I really wanted to know what you would do because this is a question, a recurrent question on this Rendezvous show. So I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and here are the results of your vote. 62% of you said, I'll just leave the phone alone, I don't care. 
38% of you said, hmm, I'll go through it and check it out. Don't do that. That's stealing information that are not yours. Snooping is stealing. Don't take advantage of your partner's leaving the phone unlocked. Instead, wait for him to come back and ask him to look at his phone in front of him. Much better. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.